to start. Nope. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, yeah, and welcome up. to another edition of the Blacksmith Furnace with myself, Pete. Obviously, you heard my voice already, innit? For everyone who, like, pays Mo, yeah? <laughs> M. O. Sweet. Right, all right. So, I think we've missed, like, two episodes. Sure. Past couple of weeks. And I actually got a call. Someone called and like, yo, where's the episode? What's going on? That's dope. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. So that was a bit... But apologies, apologies. <laughs> apologies, but that was quite encouraging. That's, that's quite encouraging. Yeah. Um, but to that end, just uh, holiday season, a few bits and bobs. Yeah. Family and everything there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm. it's so, like... I can't, I don't even know the word to say, but I'm sitting in Peter's yard and I'm looking around, yeah, and the amount of photos that he's got of him and the missus, yeah, it's just so encouraging. It's like, it's really nice to kind of sit here because I've seen it from when Peter, it was just Peter here, <laughs> where there was like barely anything on the wall. There was nothing um, on the there wall. There was nothing on it apart from his sword. Apart from what came with the, <laughs> what came with the apartment. Till now when, when I'm, oh, bro, I didn't even see the picture behind me, mud. <laughs> He's he's freaking out at a collage of done no the um, groomsmen the bridesmaids yeah us um, man doing a dab and myself and my bride jeez yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously the the main piece is a bride and that yeah <laughs> but jeez he's nah. got he's guessing because he's one of the groomsmen the bridesmaids slay boy they're doing their thing <laughs> yo <laughs> nah do you know what it feels it, it's it's dope it's dope man it's really encouraging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even forgot where I was going with it. <laughs> so checked, you like, said holiday season. And yes, then yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably probably could have um, planned it a bit better and, and had stuff going out still, but didn't. That will change in 2018, God willing. Don't know. Uh, but yeah, so I thought it would be good to do like a year-end kind of okay. thing. Just... Um, talk about a couple of things mm. what's been, what I've been seeing is like all these top five anime fights of 2017 top five hand to hand top five sword fights top five knockouts. this is how you know we're on our animes <laughs> that's the well, first thing you mentioned <laughs> I was just watching top 25 um, knockouts in boxing <laughs> this year Damn. so it's just like I thought we could do not necessarily a top five but just look back on what 2017 has meant mm. um, and, and, you know, transition from that into 2018, um, what we're going to be doing. And I, I don't want to go down the resolution route or down the new year, new me route because mm. um, I feel hey. like it's cliche and I don't know if it actually works, but um, mm. I did want to just look back on, on the year, reflect on it, see what we've learned from it, you know, take stock and, move forward as such mm. mate I'm just gonna say yeah <coughs> actually no, I was gonna bust a joke but it's cool I'm not gonna do um, <laughs> new year new month <laughs> not about to say God is the same yesterday today and forever so I ain't mm. gonna change nothing no, mm. I'm, that's mm. dead isn't it but, well, yeah, it's God's cool. the same but we aren't <laughs> mate <laughs> mate yeah. doesn't matter but yeah that's not that's actually a good question I think it it almost ties into the last thing we spoke about in terms of what we've learned what things we've had to let go of and stuff like that. Mm, mm, mm. Um, that might sound a bit meta because that last one hasn't gone out yet. Oh, mad. I didn't put that out. Oh, mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I expected to record again and we didn't record and I was just like, okay, let me save it. 
Okay. So, I don't okay, know. that's, that's start, why. Yeah, we might open up 2018 mm. with that episode. Okay. But, yeah. That's why the person said two weeks, no, because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we did sense. record. Yeah. Yeah, we did record. That makes sense. All right. So, you can you can blame Peter. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I take full responsibility. Um, unlike most black fathers. <laughs> <laughs> Mine came like Maury. He oh, is God. not the father. My headphones, my headphones <laughs> literally dropped off my head, like... <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know where that came from. Mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> but, um, no, I did want to ask beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, because, is it this year we saw, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, the rapper that fell off. He he abandoned Christianity and went towards... Jehazel. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Was it this year? Or was I believe so. I believe it was this year. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. I just had a random question. Like, do you still believe? Do I still believe? Do you at, know what? At the end yeah? of the year, do you still? Wow, right, right, right. Wait, hold on. That's not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> do you have to have a separate conversation <laughs> after the podcast? Like, <laughs> no. Do you know what? I still, I definitely still believe. Mm. I, I feel like, in light of all that has happened yeah. this year, it has forced me to look very critically at faith. Mm. Um, and so there were moments where I think last year nah, I think Jahaza was either late last year or early this year right. um, last year I went through a period of to be like I, I don't know if I believe mm. I don't know if I can hold on to this mm. um, spoke to my wife about it prayed through it and I'm still here well, Hey, mm. thank God um, but yeah, I still do believe there's no ifs or buts, there is no but this, but nah. I still believe firmly in God, I still believe in Jesus, I still believe that He died for my sins. I believe that I believe everything the Bible says about Him. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe everything the Bible says. I believe the Bible is the infallible word of God, like, mm-hmm. there isn't an error within mm-hmm. the Bible, mm-hmm. um, irrespective of what man might say, like. The Bible has been rewritten. It's been corrupted. It's been this has been injected. This has been taken out. Mm-hmm. I believe that in as part of God's sovereign will, the Bible as it stands now is what He wanted me to see, mm-hmm. and so that element has not been shaken. But as, as I said, I feel like I have had to take a critical look at faith mm-hmm. in light of like um, what does the Bible actually say about. Um, how we ought to live with one another um, mm. outside of the Christian context. Um, so like social justice and stuff like that. And um, just realities in terms of like slavery and how people like the KKK claim to be Christians. Mm. Mm. Slave masters used Christianity to, to impose certain things with on, upon, their, on, upon slaves and stuff. Mm. But to counteract that, the abolishment of slavery were led was led by Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. it's it's almost seeing the realities of how people have almost corrupted the faith and used it for their ill purposes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not allowing that to take us away from the God of the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's like a husband that abuses wives submit to your husbands does shouldn't take a wife away from the God of the Bible mm. simply because a man is almost using the words mm. 
abusively shouldn't necessarily but it, it will very much put you in a position where you're like god is this what you really want mm -hmm. um to me it's to submit to this guy who's abusing me he's beat whatever it might be mm -hmm. um so yeah it did make it did put me in a position where i have to take a critical look at my faith yeah i think because i started listening to guys like um ravi zacharias mm -hmm. who is a evangelist uh, no evangelist apologetic guy okay um so he's very much into you know, he, he goes to universities, he has those debates with atheists, he addresses all of those things. Um, so it gave me, it, it caused me to pay a lot of attention to what the other side are saying, mm -hmm. um, what atheists are saying, what um, other believers are saying mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And um, maybe not under the same circumstances, but it definitely did make me not question, but look critically hmm. look look at okay so what do we actually believe hmm. and why do i actually believe mm -hmm. it um and you know yeah just like yourself we're still here no. I, I haven't changed my name to cuckoo caca or whatever <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo caca, you know no no kemetic signs nonsense Shh, there, right? mate, yeah next year come out with like the daishiki call me yeah. call me kunta <coughs> kx <laughs> but it, it was very much like god you can definitely see that God knew all of these things would come up. Mm. People talk about translations. And so, you know, he orchestrated it such that we have the original text mm -hmm. and there were steps taken to preserve the text. Um, and, and as soon as you do a little bit of research, as soon as you do any sort of reading, mm. you start to realize that a lot of these things had been anticipated mm. beforehand. And then you look at like the only, for me, the only two things that kind of stood out were, science and christianity science being all we have to verify mm. what whatever we, we 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 have or whatever we want to believe and christianity being or or should i say the bible being a standard mm. that we can either test against um or test to verify mm. and as i've looked at it i i have come to the conclusion that science is catching up with the bible mm. And so a lot of the things in the Bible are now being verified by science. Where if you, so long as you don't come from the point of, I'm going to reject this idea of God, which is what most scientists are doing, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. If you look at it objectively, you can actually see science catching up to it. You know, And as science um, improves and as it gives us more ability to analyze and, and mm -hmm. understand things better, I just start to see the Bible coming into clearer view. Mm. So for me, it's been a, it's it's been building on that, yeah. um, and yeah. and that's that's been good and that's been interesting mm. uh, as well uh, to see. But I think one thing that stood out to me as well was the fact that evangelism and and how we go about proclaiming God mm. is something that I never really gave much thought to mm -hmm. in that oh yeah if you just live a good life you know you're, you're shining forth and that thing but i was like actually talking to people about god and actually bringing up those sticky situations and mm -hmm. those sticky conversations was not something i did a lot of this year not okay. unintentionally mm -hmm. but it was just it wasn't and it was something that was like it was it was obvious to me right? it was mm -hmm. nagging at my head like I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this. And so that was that was something. One thing that like took me by surprise in mm -hmm. the year, and hopefully one thing that maybe I start doing yeah. next year. But I, I definitely found that interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
it's one thing I'm always <coughs> reminded of, um, especially in terms of like science and um, Christianity. Mm. It's almost along the lines of like, because we, funny enough, we were talking about this during one of my lectures. Um, and we were saying like, are they at odds with each other? Are they like, and people are coming up with so many different um, analogies and stuff. And my group was just like, we just summed it up as as science is almost interested with the how mm. and the what, mm. whilst faith is more interested in the who. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, as exactly as you said, they're mm. addressing the same things, but almost from different vantage points. Mm. And in in almost saying, all right, cool, God created the earth, scientists might dismiss it and be like, well, how? Mm. Blah, 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 blah. It's like the Bible is not really interested and just interested in, in the how, um, the who, mm. and like what purposes he had behind it and stuff. Mm. And and that's what I wanted to say. Um, another thing that helped me during the moments of like critically examining my faith and stuff, and even almost battling with, with like whether I'm gonna hold on to it in the first place, was practically and tangibly seeing God come through. Yeah, yeah. Where I was like, I cannot deny that God. Yeah. came through yeah. during this period. I cannot <coughs> deny God's hand upon my life. Mm. Um, I know that in in, in Jehazel's um, perspective, I've seen um, some of his comments where people are like, oh, <coughs> personal experiences that and he's dismissed it. Mm. And I was like, cool, well, do whatever you want to do, innit? Yeah. Um, but it's a case of like, genuinely, my interactions with God have been such that even when it comes to the point where I'm like, I don't want to do this, I cannot deny him. Yeah, yeah. The, f the moments when I have heard him say stuff, I've said it to someone, and the person's been like, that was spot on. Mm. I have, I have like heard him say stuff, I've acted upon it, and something has happened, and I'm like, if it wasn't for God, that wouldn't have happened. Mm. I've been in situations and I've been like, God, I need you, and he's come through in ways that... I've been like, raw, like we've been in situations where the bailiff, we're getting letters from bailiffs and stuff. And I'm like, God, like two, two, ting, done. Mm. And it's like, yeah, you can almost rationalize it. Oh, this, but it's like, mate, I pray to God and we'll sort it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's, that's one thing that for me was, stuck out as well. Is like, I can't, even if for whatever reason I'm to fall away from the faith, mm. I can't say I'm not sure of the existence of God, like I know He mm -hmm. exists, and that that's a, that's a big thing. I think that's a big thing. I think that's something that we take for granted because, and I come back to church all the time, but because we only pray for blessings, and then <laughs> we wait till you know something comes up, and we we don't endeavor to actually get to know God. Mm. I think a lot of people don't don't have an, an understanding of God as being as as wanting to be part of the day to day. Mm -hmm. Like they only see him as coming through when they really need something or when they have a really big decision to mm. make, you know. And I think I think that that robs you of of a certain element yeah. of of your faith, yeah. yeah. Because you you don't know that this is a god and wanted to be a personal god that mourned Israel rejecting him mm -hmm. because he wanted to be with them, you know. I uh, just yeah. That, that was yeah. that was just yeah. All right. Anyway, highlights of twenty seventeen. There's anything that sticks out to you over the past twelve months that 
has affected you in some way? Um, <coughs> Apologies for all the coughing as well, because I'm coughing like crazy yeah. as well. It's just... Do you know what? Quite a few things, like starting a master's, mm. um, celebrating fourth year of marriage. Bars. I don't know. <laughs> like celebrating my daughter's um, second birthday. Mm. Just reflecting on the fact that she was like premature in the incubator, blah, blah, blah. And just reflecting and just being like, yo, like she's fully talking, walking, <laughs> giving her opinions. Fully like, with the attitude. Mate. I'll be upstairs. She'll be like, Daddy, come downstairs now. I'm making you breakfast. I'm like, right, okay. Thank you for the breakfast. And, but it's just like, just seeing her personality shine through. Mm. Um, as I said, starting the Masters, this um, apprenticeship. Mm. All the equipment that I've got, mate. <laughs> like, build, building, a, building a PC, mm. essentially. Mm. Um, just everything that I've learned. Um, the challenges, the challenges have been difficult, but I'm thankful for them because mm. they've definitely shaped me in a sense of going forward. Mm. Um, all things work for the greater good, I guess. And so it's like, yeah, I'm, re I'm really appreciative. I'm really appreciative of just like the people around me. So the relationships that I've built. Mm. Um, fam, like, being a groomsman at Peter's wedding and them things there is nuts. Like, yo, it's dope. Comic Con taking pictures, buying yeah. a sword. Chase. Mm. Mm. Almost losing my life because of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's it's the little things and it? it's mm. the ability to even like wake up late and go go to work for one o'clock. Knowing I've got the morning to chill, so off. you know, like that. Just, but I'm, I'm back home at like nine. Well, I finish at around nine, mm. so I'm back home around ten thirty, eleven, mm. and so it's, it's bittersweet. Starting videography, mm. I think I started that this year, mm. um, and just how far I've come. Like I've done quite a few different videos. I'm shooting my friends, um, talk, um, talk thing season. I'm we're in like season two, shooting that, nice. um, shooting the reverb stuff, and just just like shooting quite a few things, shooting things for church. Mm. And it's just like, I've just been getting so many different opportunities. Um, <coughs> I'm thankful for the growth. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, how about yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned you mentioned the wedding. Uh, that obviously has to come in. The fact that it spanned like six months. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> with a traditional wedding. And then... Having to wait from April till August to then do the church wedding. Yeah, so there was like yeah. traditional. Then there was the that was the one in the ceremony. Court. Yeah, I mean the yeah. registry office, yeah. and then the actual what mate. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that was obviously a highlight, and <laughs> then from there, somewhat of a highlight. <laughs> well, I know we're doing highlights, but I guess another spike on the curve was Anita's dad passing. Mm. So having to go mm. to Ghana to go and bury. Yeah. Him. Nia's dad passed um, like two days after we got back from honeymoon. And, and for me, the, the dynamic there that really stood out to me was the fact that we were both, well, it was just the anticipation that we're going to wake up and it's going to be a dream. Mm. And me realizing that, you know, after, after the wedding, being scared of that, real, of that mm. being the case, like I wake up and it's a dream. And her 
after her dad's passing, wanting that to be the case, that she'll wake up and it's a dream. Her dad hasn't passed away. Her dad's mm. still alive. It was really, it was really, it was really harrowing mm. during those times, especially because people in, you know, bless their hearts in their attempts to kind of console you. Like, oh, at least he didn't pass before the wedding. I was like, how can I take joy in that? <laughs> that, you know, at least we got our day before he passed. Mm. Like, I, I don't know how to enjoy that mm. or to be grateful for that, but understanding that at the same time and then when you do understand it when you do recognize that right if you passed before that would have been so much stress and then almost being grateful for that and then feeling guilty for being grateful mm. like, it's just a whole roller coaster of Mate. Of, uh, of emotions and stuff but I mean that in and of itself kind of brought us closer as well which, which was which was a, a good thing because mm. it matured our marriage almost immediately. Wow. Because we we got married and, you know, the like honeymoon phase and the you know, honeymoon phase is over. <laughs> so we've got funeral phase now. Welcome to reality, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Let's say a different word, you know, boy. People being like, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I'm like, rah. I, I, luckily, we've been together for a while beforehand. Mm. So I do know her well enough to try and console her or know mm. when she doesn't need consoling because actually she doesn't need consoling something she's just like leave her mm. let her deal with it um but it, it definitely matured our our marriage and our union in terms of like we've had to go through that mm. so early man um, well that that was a that was a peak moment <laughs> definitely um and it's funny that overshadows everything else in the year because <laughs> that's the only highlight that stands out to me that I can think of oh what getting new tech yeah <laughs> I mean saving I had to remind this guy that he's got new tech like mate that's how you know that Peter's a different guy well hopefully you guys can hear the sound and we might sound a bit sound like we're both sitting next to the microphone which is because we're both sitting next to microphones I own individual um, microphones <laughs> uh, last episode of the year well I did I kind of hinted at it yeah, one did. of the episodes yeah. that you know we'll, we'll be upgrading so I think that was the God's, one you didn't put out ah right yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go by God's grace <coughs> we, we have upgraded amen um, hopefully Robert will come and uh, he'll see this at some time um, next year but yeah, got got a new recorder, got some microphones, got, got a new Jeez. a new PC to deal with stuff Jeez. that we named without knowing everything. <laughs> Man gave gave the PC some pagan name, but it's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, so 2018 should see uh, a lot of a lot of growth lot of in product. this area. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. man. And for me, I think it's all geared towards doing what I believe God has called me to do or doing what God has given me to do in these moments. Mm. Um, Which so, is? Well, with, with the podcast, with Fairness, and also with the 66. Yeah. Um, which is coming up. Uh, definitely going to be going ham on that and that's why, you know, we've invested, I like to think, into all of this tech. Um, and, and, and then to get that going. So, Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, recently, mm. um, I've been think uh, I've been <coughs> reflective, thinking, blah blah blah, as you normally do at the end of the year. Mm. Um, and even in th- so recently, God had me listening to 
the old albums that I used to listen to in terms of um, CHH CHH and mm-hmm. stuff so I, I was listening Christian hip hop for you pagans <laughs> <laughs> so I was listening I love you to though, still. I was listening to SO's first mixtape, the first solas. Five solas. Did I say the first solas? You said the first solas. Mad. The five Funny solas. enough, just before you continue, I was playing that at church yesterday. Chase. Yeah. I was, play, I was playing the five solas, just playing um, 116's old stuff. Yeah. Just whacking through them. I was even playing like Show Baraka's old stuff as well. Charles' mm. um, old stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's like just flinging through the old stuff and I was realising just how many different areas this music was almost addressing. Mm. I was realising just how much I was discipled by music. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just how much music actually fed into my Christian life. and The Five Solas. The Five Solas is the only reason I even know about that. You know, and it's like, well, after listening to that that album mm. I was at church, like, stop talking about blessings. <laughs> like, let's talk about God. Let's let's get to know God. And it, it's it's exactly that. It's like listening to Shailen's old stuff, mm. where so um, thirteen letters. That's where I first knew the thirteen books written by Paul. <laughs> like that that album actually taught me the names mm. of the books. Mm. I was like, rah. Wait, who is that? Is that Stephen Levi? No, that's um, 116. Yeah, right, right, and then okay, they okay, each okay. kind of took um, right, 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 different, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Shailin yeah, yeah. did Romans. Mm. Ham. And then at the end of it, he was like, oh, make sure you go get yourself, like dig into it a bit more, get mm. yourself a concordance. Mm. And then he started listing off different concordances oh, at the end yeah. of the song, yeah? And I'm like, yo. And then there's songs by Stephen the Levi where he's like, um, uh, where he's he's pretty much saying, don't just take what someone is saying. Yep. Actually, yep. like yep. question yep. them, this and that. And so he he he. The first verse is him almost like listing out things, and then the second verse is him giving you the biblical references for yep. why he's saying everything. Mm, mm. And I was just realizing just how much music shaped me, mm. in, like influenced me, discipled me pointed me to John Piper, to, to um, Paul Washer, to all mm. of these different people mm. to listen to. Mm. Um, and then I was listening to the 116 stuff and I realised that that was addressing something slightly different. Yeah. So Baraka was just, um, talking about something different. Yeah. And what was impressed upon me was the notion of lanes. Mm. the notion of what has God called you yeah, to, to. Mm. what lane has God put you in. Mm. Um and almost knowing that God hasn't called you to, or called me to hit every single thing, mm. but rather mm. to focus on what he's put before me, focus on what he's, the lane that he's placed me in, mm. trusting in him that the other lanes will be taken care of by whoever he puts into that lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like if God has called me to primarily disciple people, mm. I shouldn't make social justice my focus. Mm. Mm. I shouldn't make building churches my focus. Yeah. I shouldn't make feeding the homeless. All of these things are important. But but that's not the focus that God has given me. He's yeah. given me discipleship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's given somebody else mm. the passion and the focus to go after homeless people, mm. to go after social justice, go yeah. after this and go after that. And it's mm-hmm. almost like allowing people mm. to follow the focuses that God has given them yeah, yeah. and allowing myself to focus on that without yeah. burdening myself with, well, I need to be doing this and I need to mm. be doing that. So it's almost like burdening myself with, oh, I need to 
be an apostle, a prophet, mm. a teacher, an evangelist, a dis- the whole entire fivefold. Mm. If I'm not doing that, then obviously um, I'm not. And it's just like, yo, like, just be faithful with what God has given you. That was actually something I, I struggled with, with um, especially when the Black Lives Matter thing was taken. Mm. Because I was like, around me, I've seen everyone be very hype about it. Mm. Um, not just hype, because that sounds empty, but everyone was getting passionate, so yeah. passionate about it. And, and I just wasn't. Mm. I just wasn't. And it was just like, I didn't feel the need to quiet other people. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel the need to add my voice to it mm. as well. And I struggled with, well, I'm black, I need to do it. I've suffered, you know, mm. I've suffered the police. I haven't suffered police brutality, thank God. But racial I've suffered, profiling. I've the suffered the racial profiling, you know. I, I've, you know. I've been stopped for no reason and stuff like that. So I legitimately have reason to mm. talk, but I just didn't feel mm-hmm. led to do so. And I was like, well, am I doing the right thing? Am I being empathetic? Am I, and I just got saying like, Nah, that's not your fight. Not necessarily it's not your fight, but that's not what I've called you to do. Mm. Yours is, you're passionate about the fact that we just talk about blessings in church. You go ahead and talk about not talking about blessings in church, you know. And so that that was definitely something for me as well. Um, And I think in, especially with social media being the way it is and, you know, everyone's posting stuff. So you're like, well, I'm either being left behind or I'm not, I'm not doing enough. Mm. So it's like everyone feels the need to jump on anything. Mm -hmm. But I think what you're saying with lanes is very true. And it's something that we should we should just be more mindful of. Mm. Like it's not just doing something doesn't mean you're doing the right thing. <sighs> doing what God has called you to do is what's most important. Mate, this is it. And it, it's I think one one of the hard one of the lessons that I've learned recently and for throughout this year has been um to pour my energies into what God has put before me, not necessarily what I think I should be pouring it into. Mm. So God has put my family before me, Mm. so pour my energies into that. God has put himself in his word in front of me, Mm. so pour my energies into that. Not necessarily I think I should be doing X, so pour my energy into that. Sometimes God might be leading you to do X or whatever, but it's almost just saying, all right, cool, God, literally, what have you put before me? Mm. As the Bible says, like, he who is faithful with little is given much. And it's a case of sometimes we chase the much without being faithful in the little. It's like, there's a meme, how can you say you're called to church leadership when you can't stack chairs? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like, literally, um, you're going to lead a church, but you can't do mm, the, the menial jobs. Mm. Mm. How are you meant to lead a people if you're meant to be a servant of people mm. and you can't serve them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's almost like that, um, mate. It's, it's mad. Um, and I think this almost ties into it. What lane has God put you into? Pour your energies into that lane mm. rather than trying to run in every other person's lane. And it's not saying shut, shut. As Peter was saying, it's like, he he felt the burden, mm. but he generally didn't feel the need to almost rally or like pick up arms and be like, yeah, it would have been an empty like war cry. Yeah. Um, yeah. That generally follow what you what you believe God has given you. If if social justice or this and that is something that you feel God has put on your heart, then follow it to the degree that God has put it on your heart. Don't mm. don't let it almost carry you away, yeah. but you by God's grace lead. Um, let let God's spirit lead you. 
yeah. not you leader let God spirit lead you um, yeah so what I was going to say is in terms of lanes um, and you saying 66 and Blacksmith's Furnace and stuff so what what is the sense of the lane that God is almost thrusting you into mm. um, for the next year or just in general I mean next year is going to be very much um, it's looking like just with the 66 and actually I've been given like a few um, I wouldn't say like commissions it's not commissions at all but I've been writing started writing plays and stuff like that and that's tied into how I want the 66 to go because the 66 is is going to be an audio okay I'll tell you now the 66 Jeez. is going to be an audio drama um, an audio drama recreating the um the entirety of the Bible in chronological order. So mm. as things were happening. Um, and I want to modernize it, but I also want to do things where it's obvious that I know the end from the beginning. Mm. I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, I know that Moses lifted up the snake on the stick, on mm. the lifted up the bronze snake. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that that was in reference to Christ being mm -hmm. lifted up on the cross. So I want to do it such that those things are made apparent made mm. more apparent um as they're happening and people can see that okay actually maybe the bible isn't just 66 individual books mm. <laughs> 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 the, the, the Ghanaian came out of me because that individual what was that <laughs> what the hell is that <laughs> surprise it's, it's, it's almost like he, he auto-corrected himself <laughs> what is this yeah? um but yeah yeah where people see that it's an integrated message mm. and the entirety of the book is showing that God knew what was going to happen, knew why it was going to happen and decided to give us this message to help us mm. move along today. Just as relevant. I just noticed a Christmas tree. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just as, because of this Christmas tree, Jamie was calling me a pagan. Pagan straight. Last, last week. Anyway, so because of, um, it was just as relevant today as it is 2,000 years ago. Because mm. one argument you hear is, oh, the Bible is a bunch of myths written by so many different people, blah, blah, blah. How is it relevant? I'm like, have you read it? How's your face relevant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, have you read it? You can't stand it with your face. That's not relevant. <laughs> Tell me that it's not relevant. But yeah, so that's, that's definitely the main thing. Um, the other thing is, all of those other passions that I had to, or God made me put on a back burner for... Um, marriage and you know mm. getting money together for marriage and obviously getting money together for this um, God's bringing back mm. so stuff like photography stuff like um, videography because the 66 has a video element to it Jeez. as well um, God's bringing all those things back and for well not forcing me but leading me to get back into mm. studying those um, to bring it back poetry as well but I don't know what's happening with poetry <laughs> so God will have to take me there, but yeah. So that those that's what it's looking like for now. Mm. And obviously, um, obviously karate. Because um, I don't think I'll fight again. And Darren hopefully won't hear this so he doesn't listen to the podcast. So <laughs> I don't think I'll fight competitively again. Mm. But I think I'm going to be training a lot more <laughs> than I ever was mm. and, and be sparring a lot more mm. than I ever was. But I don't think I'll fight competitively Um that's okay. interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I don't think God wants me to fight competitively, but I'm definitely going to be training a lot harder and, that's, and a lot more. That's exactly what I felt God was saying to me. Mm. Um, even to the degree of being iffy about sparring. Mm. Um, 
and it's just simply due to I feel him almost saying that I can't afford to sustain injuries Mm. Um, because what he's called me to do requires it requires me to be fit Mm. so training wise it works out Mm. but the injuries would almost prevent me from doing what he's called me to do in terms of Mm. physically moving cameras around or blah 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 Mm. if like I'm limping from (laughs) kicking someone kill Christian shuffle baby (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like so those stuff there might prevent me from actually doing what he's called me to do. If, if I'm laying in the hospital re- recovering, mm. I won't be able to take pictures. I won't mm. be able to, and it, it's, it's stuff like that. So yeah, I find it interesting that you said that because mm. I felt like God was saying that to me as well. Mm. Um, I was almost saying to God, but Peter's doing it though. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be my fault. Yeah. I think, I think part of it is because I definitely feel like with karate, there's, there's an element of being there to spread the gospel. Like mm. yesterday, myself and Darren were training. The entire time, we were listening to DJ Official, mm-hmm. his album with yeah. all of the one man six yeah. guys. And I can't tell you the number of times I was like, "Jesus Christ, died so we can have life." And that's playing whilst me and Darren are training. So obviously, he's hearing yeah. these things. I think someone said someone gave a bar and it was funny. And Darren, I knew he was listening to the words as well. And it's like for me, I mean, that's just one aspect mm. of things. But obviously. The uh, as interaction earlier, and stuff, yeah. yeah. You know, actually speaking about God mm-hmm. is another thing. So I felt because I went to a couple of sparring sessions and a whole new crop of people mm. that I've never met before, and it's like, okay, these are all new people that I could interact with. Mm. So I definitely feel like God's and and yeah, that's what He was saying is like, yeah, with regards to that, we're going to be training a lot more. We're going to be meeting a lot more people, mm. but He's also going to train me up or, or prepare me or whatever so that I'll be able to interact with them mm. about him. Mm. So there's that element of things as well. Jeez. But with a competitive fighting, I think that's not going to happen. One, because there's a lot of travel involved. Mm. Um, especially, you know, Darren, like next couple of weekends, he's not even in the country. He's, <laughs> he's here, he's there, he's there. And it's like, if you want to fight, part of it is you'll be traveling yeah. a lot, you know, and um I don't think that's part of my calling. And also mm. so that, you know, I can say, okay, I can't go to training today because I have to go to church or something like that, you know. Mm. So, stuff like that is why competition won't be um, an option for me. Mm. So that it's not like, well, you're training for this competition. You have to train 10 times a week. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not training for a competition. So I will train 10 times a week. But if I can't come to a training can't session, come. I can't come. And you can't so, say, yeah. you know, there's not, there's almost nothing at stake. Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm only training because I want to train and God wants me to train, luckily. <laughs> so <laughs> when when your wants meet God's wants is nice. <laughs> when it's the other way around, <sighs> it gets a bit tough. Um, but yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that, that's that's it for me. What about yourself? Um, do you know what the one the thing that <coughs> has really impacted me recently was the fact that I do so many different things, mm. and I've almost always seen it as I'm doing all of these different things. Yeah. And I was going through a phase of like praying for wisdom in terms of everything, and God quickly made me realize that. I am not so many different job titles, um, but rather I'm one person that presents himself to different things that I do. Mm-hmm. And then God is almost shaping me in a sense of my only concern should be just him interacting with him. Mm-hmm. And then everything kind of flows from there. So before I used to say, 
God family. And then it, but God is even saying like, I can't even say God family anymore. Mm. It just has to be God. And then when I come to family, I come with whatever he's deposited within me and we've shared within that element. Mm. And I feel like within the lane per se that God has almost put me in is um, almost along the lines of what you're saying. I, I feel like, so the one thing that I really want to do for others is to point them towards God knowing that the clearer they see God the clearer they'll get to see themselves and get to see whatever purpose God ha has for, for them, them and yeah. how to proceed on that purpose mm. um, and it's, it's, it's linked to Isaiah 6 where it's like when he saw God he realised that he's sinful he's broken he's undone and then he received God's forgiveness mm. and then God was like, who shall I send? And he's like, here I am, send me. So it's like, he met God, he realized his, his dirt, his filthiness, his sin. He received God's love and forgiveness and then he was given a purpose. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you can almost say, quote, that's, that's like a trajectory or progression or whatever. I don't like to kind of say God does A, B, C. Yeah. God does whatever he wants to do. Mm -hmm. um, but it was almost like there was that sequence within the, the, the scriptures of someone who went on to testify so much about Jesus, mm. where he saw God, he was broken, he was cleansed, he received God's love, and then God gave him a purpose. And mm. even that purpose, God was like, who shall I send? And he said, here I am, send me. Mm. So he put himself forward for that purpose. Mm. It wasn't like God was dragging him like um, Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Kicking that, like, and screaming, literally. <laughs> and it, it's like he literally came and I'm like, that's what I want for other people and God was saying that's what he wants for me in a mm. sense of for me to spend that time with him and then allow him to almost shape my purpose so I feel like my lane is almost living that out mm. um, but I know that the creativity <coughs> the creative aspects of me mm. forms a very crucial side to that mm. it shapes pretty much everything that I do Mm. And me being a father, father and creativity is just like kind of goes hand in hand. Oh, God is a father and he's creative. Jeez. <laughs> but it's like creativity and like father forms mm. a very um, cohesive part of where I feel like my lane is. Yeah. Um, I'm still almost navigating. And that's this is where the stuff that I was listening to in terms of music plays a, uh, an important part because I was very much like, all right, cool. Even within their creativity, they had a lane in terms of one was addressing that very much teaching, yeah. blah, 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 this and that. And there is some sort of crossover because yeah. 116 was very much cultural, but they did teaching stuff as well and this mm -hmm. and that. So there is that crossover and it's almost wondering, all right, cool, in terms of art, what is my lane? But I know that that's almost like an iffy question because there is that, flexibility within it as well yeah, yeah. there is that like I don't need to just say I'm going to write like this and then do that mm. there is some flexibility within that mm. but it's like just kind of get a sense of generally what I'm going to do so yeah I think this year is all about like simplicity mm. for me um, mm. that's in terms of lane simplicity like trimming down all the things that aren't necessary. So even in terms of like equipment and stuff like that, trimming down what's not necessary. Um, what I actually do, trimming down what's not necessary. The way that I view my roles, trimming it down. So there's very much like stripping things off and just being creative mm. and almost allowing, being such that I actively point people towards God. Mm. Um so yeah, I feel, I feel like 
definitely um well husband and father it's for life innit that's for life till death do us part till mm. mate even when someone comes and says oh I'm gonna marry your daughter I'm still a dad yeah <laughs> straight mm. um but in terms of art it's still writing photography videography and by God's grace graphic design as well illustration mm. so it's gonna be those four avenues I feel like that visual arts um, is where I'm going to be heading towards. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I feel like we've got this, the the audio done, visual done. So yeah, it should mm. be dope. Um, I think just because once you're saying that, and one thing that God kind of reminded me of was this thing that uh, Joseph Prince talked about when it comes to juggling a lot of things mm. for God, and he was talking, you know, head of a big church, you know, with the youth church with the pastors with the mm. members he was like sometimes it's hard to you know it's hard to regiment how much time you assign to each one mm. and he said for him what he finds works is just always focusing on being in tune with god mm. and so his thing was if i'm just if i concentrate on you know getting closer to god and knowing him then god will direct me and mm. so if one day i wake up and god's put on my spirit the youth church that I know that they need attention mm. but then up until that point I don't have to every day five minutes youth church five minutes this five mm. minutes this because then I might be assigning five minutes to youth church five minutes to pastors when the pastors need ten minutes yeah and so that that's something I've co-opted into into my life in the sense of until God gives me a poem I don't try and go and write it mm. or until God tells me to go and then study about poetry I'm not going to go and study about it um, and only what I feel God is saying to do in that moment I'll put, put attention on yeah you know that's yeah. definitely very helpful mm. um, because with doing so many things there's almost that mindset with me anyways that I need to almost keep everything afloat mm. at the same time so luckily photography and videography are so similar mm. that I can almost study both at the same time yeah um, I can like study scenes and like freeze frame stuff and like look at things like that and mm. doing videography almost benefits photography and other way around but it's almost when it comes to graphic design and writing I'm just like oh that, these are two totally different things that takes it's going to take different time mm. um, and so I've almost been asking all right, how am I meant to kind of keep these afloat so that's very beneficial and it ties in with just focusing on God yeah. and then God would then Absolutely. direct me in terms of yeah. what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, so it's, yeah. it's interesting in seeing, and we, we talk about this at church actually, Christ saying, I do not do anything of my own, mm. but then what God says to do. Mm. You know, I do not judge of my own, but as God judges and stuff like that, it's just, his whole thing was whatever God is saying to do in that moment, that's what I'm going to do. And I think Yo, that's important. That's, that's so liberating. Mm. That's so liberating. So I'm waiting for God to tell me to go and get a haircut. If I can get a haircut. That's a shout out to my wife. We started <laughs> talking about my hair. Not appreciating it. <laughs> God hasn't said anything about my hair yet, but oh, chill out. Mate. Delilah. Raw. <laughs> Raw. She's not listening to this. <laughs> no one's uh, Peter, is there a new podcast? No, there's not, you know. There's we not. stopped the podcast like 10 years ago. What are you talking about? Yeah. Straight. Do you know what? Yeah, one very interesting thing that I came across. I think I came across a poem yeah. that sought to write, but from Delilah's perspective. Oh yeah, didn't? Oh no, no, no. There's an album called Delilah. Yeah. Oh, I think Abimaro. 
Didn't Apimara do something? I don't know. I thought anyway. I thought either she or someone who sings like her did something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because, yeah, I read the poem and I was like, yo, like I haven't, I've always heard the story from Samson's or from the Jewish perspective at Mm, least. mm. But it's almost like, yo, like Delilah's family, they had actually like threatened her with her family. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be like, if you don't do this, we're going to slaughter. Like, she was still under stress, but she's still a pagan. And it's like, raw, like, that's mad. Mm. And we almost never considered that. I, f- I just found that very interesting. That, and, and that's my thing with 66 as well. It's like, there's so many parts that I read. And I was like, I've never thought about it from that point of view. Mm. You know, and, and we don't get presented that point of view because it doesn't carry some blessing with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I always had a bit of stress there. Oh, um, right. But yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. And those are things I want to, kind of cover like even even this thing like when i wrote the uh, first adam or the two adams or whatever it was um that i poem, remember that poem yeah yeah that talked about adam having to consider mm. the effects of him eating the fruit as well mm. it's like we never really think about it but i think timothy says eve didn't know if eve didn't know what she was doing but adam was deceived or something along those mm. lines and for me that kind of was like Wait, what is Timothy saying? I think it's Timothy or it's, um, Paul or one of them. It's like, wait, hold on. So you're saying Adam knew what was, and it makes sense. Like he knew, he knew the facts. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if he he considered it. Mm. And if he considered, if I eat this, I might, I will die because mm. he heard it from God. I, yeah. I can't imagine he just forget that. And there has to be a reason why the devil went through the woman. Yeah, you know, but yeah. instead of going straight to Adam, like, mm. yo. Is this what God said? Yeah, this is what God said. But when it goes to Eve, it's like, is this what God said? He's like, well, this is what Adam said God said. Kind of thing. So maybe that's not, you know, like, there's there's room for confusion. Yeah. And so, plus, like, if, if he was willing to die for his bride, almost, exactly, yeah. die with his bride, be like, oh, she's eating it. If I don't eat it, she's going to die by herself. Yeah. <sighs> Either way, Eve was a pagan. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm not joking. Oh, gas! No gas! I think that's a that's a good blasphemy. <laughs> Some good blasphemy right there for us to end the end, end the year on. Chase. It's a serious and in the year. Um, I don't know. I think do your resolutions. Do whatever you need to do. I just think like just be 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 passionate about it if that makes sense like Ooh. if you're gonna make a new year's resolution don't do it just because it's the thing to do if mm. that makes sense um, mm. do it because maybe there's something you actually really want to change and you know there's all these resources on how to make good plans and how to do what not go and read those go and do whatever but for me I would say pray about it because if God has sanctioned you to do something if it's you know stop eating cake or whatever God will provide a means to do it and that's the safest way to do whatever you need hopefully to do. not through diabetes <laughs> so um yeah i think yeah. my 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 closing message um would be you know let's go into 2018 not looking to you know claim something from god but looking to do what god wants of us and i Ooh. think that will you know the, the i think the side effect of that is you probably get a lot more but you know i think having the father say or having the father think well done, good and faithful servant is is more important, Mate. it's more beneficial than Mate. any blessings I can get. You know, I'm not against blessings, I'm just saying. I, I was talking about it a lot, but 
Uh, I'm, I'm for God being happy with us. I'm definitely happy with me. So that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to doing. Uh, in t- even in terms of resolutions, mm-hmm. I would just say, yo, like, today is a day of salvation. Why wait till tomorrow when you can start making changes now? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's like, if there's yeah. something that you really want to do, you really want to get healthy, mate, put down that last mince pie. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You could be like, oh, no, nah, just a just couple more days, innit? You could start doing press-ups, sit-ups, like, stuff like that, mm-hmm. like... F- practical stuff at yeah, home yeah. you don't need a gym membership to do press ups no and yeah so to like today is a day of salvation sort of thing like mm. d- opportunities right now mm. so yeah literally just step into what God has for you easy now work. as well as next year easy work done now right guys um, shout out to Rude for the intro outro music sick music listen to it. Uh, shout out to Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo, you can find us on all podcasting sites. Just search for The Blacksmith's Furnace. That's The Blacksmith's with an apostrophe, Furnace. You can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Furnace without the apostrophe. Um, Reverb is back in... March. March. With a surprise special episode. Right, right, right. You guys, Reverb, I haven't been, but I've always heard good things i've always seen good things Jeez. online um so if you can if you're in the croydon area it's at box park in croydon no nah, it's it at be? um project b um yeah i, I would i would not nah. it's at project b right. um we'll all we'll drop more information yeah definitely know. closer to the time um prior ticket prices and all that Jeez. um anything else um good stuff going on Obviously, photography stuff. Mm. Come through, write us and scribes. Head and heart, we got you. Podcast, sound quality, like Peter's that guy in it. So yeah, <laughs> got this. Hopefully it sounds better. <laughs> How peak would it be? <laughs> I can't hear I can't anything. Hear and oh, the one thing I want to say, yeah, shout out to every single person who has listened, who has given yeah, feedback, yeah, who yeah. has liked, who has shared, who has like just pulled us up on stuff, who's mm. called when like, Episodes, um, episodes going weren't out. going out. Like Shout out. Angela, David, you know, like the like IBK. Like yeah. IBK is the guy that forever is coming back. Oh, you should think about this. Think about that. I love it. So yeah, shout out to every single person. We've only mentioned like three, four names because these are these are the guys that come to, like top of our heads. Yeah. But um, yeah, every single person who's listened, liked, shared, recommended, um, shout big up yourselves, man. Like more, more life, more life. Chase. Mm, mm. More grace. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Robert, who yep. hasn't been with us for a while, but we'll be coming back strong. I am confident of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Even if I have to drag him, kicking and screaming. Kicking and screaming. I'm um, sure he'll drag some beers with him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's the uh, Black Swiss Fairness signing out for 27. Hey! Blah!